Hey, this is David from Common RDW here, and you're listening to the Feed from Geek Mountain podcast. You can find me at David RDW on Twitter and Common RDW on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yo, what's going on, everybody? I'm sure you can piece it here. This is the Feet Feet Mountain. We are, I am, one half of the Feet Feet Mountain. Jacuz is still making babies and taking care of the current one. <laughs> but hey, how's it going, everybody? It's, this is a solo episode today. This It's kind of special. We just did our 50th episode. I didn't even fucking realize it. Holy shit, dude. It's fucking crazy. So, like, I, I wanted to do something special and do, like, a solo episode. Um, which is wild, but I mean, if you're new here, then welcome, welcome. Um, yes, I'm sure you can pizza. <laughs> this is the Future Game Mountain Podcast where we talk about anime and video games in depth while analyzing them too. Ha ha ha. But then we also try to give a voice to minority and disadvantaged groups in America. So with that being said, I'm not going to go over what I'm playing and watching today today is gonna be like a special episode because i mean this is technically episode 51 but it's gonna be a little bit shorter obviously because it's just me here but (laughs) but yeah so you'll just have to be entertained by my voice um (laughs) anyway i was um so i'm writing this anime review for the the god of high school if anyone was caring or wanted to know about the information (laughs) but i was writing this anime review um doing some research and i saw this article about black representation in anime now you guys know we did do this episode called uh the black anime a while ago um it was really fun but there's still more work to be done the the conversation about about black people and especially you know more so uh black res- representation in anime uh it is it, not it doesn't end there right it still continues so i saw the guardian that posted this video this eight minute long video about um blackness in anime and you know they start off saying like how like dragon ball is like you know basically the, the gateway uh, for uh, for people to get into anime and manga, but I feel like it's even more so true uh, with black people. Like most people's like first anime, most black people's first, or most of the black people I know's first anime it really is Dragon Ball, um, which is crazy, right? Like I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball is the same for me. So, um, but the weird thing is, once you see like you know Mr. Popo, I got you got to bring him up, right? I'm I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Once you see Mr. Popo, you're kind of just like, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> that guy looks kind of sus. <laughs> so it's, it's like basically the, the video is talking about how like racism actually does exist in Japan, but just not the way you think it exists. It's not like they're condemning black people out there. Obviously not. You see, they have like, images and videos of like will smith and other black celebrities like going out there and doing shit there's even there's tons of like reddit posts about like black people going to 
Japan and China and all these other different places where black people aren't, you know, like the majority. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like they're actually being like hailed and like treated like celebrities, even if they're just like regular people, you know? So they like racism exists, right? In Eastern Asia eastern asia but not the way you think so they continue with the video it goes on to talk about like how uh like current running anime not current running but like more current anime uh other than dragon ball z obviously like durara and um the promised neverland they talk about these characters like the black russian and durara and sister crone in the promised neverland how like they're really racist depictions it's calling it so far to say is it's like anti-black right like that's that's pretty that's pretty extreme <laughs> right i mean to me even me right i saw sister crone i just was like eh, it's kind of she's kind of weird but when you think about it for like a split second you know that's that's a you know a black depiction of a woman right right and she's fucking evil as shit dude and she has big lips and big ass eyes that's fucked up Excuse me. I have something in my throat. My <laughs> I like took some sip of water. Anyway, whatever. Um then they go on to mention uh obviously the most popular reference uh currently about black de- black depictions in anime is really black luster uh super alloy from um One Punch Man, right? He's literally like what we what we see in like in black animations of cartoons like back in the day right the black and white films where like everyone's a fucking minstrel like character if they're black right this shit just looks so fucked up but it's yeah but he's an he's a very extreme he's like the extreme example right they they also go on to like ignore the point that the you know the the popular argument that people say like oh these characters aren't even you know canonically black you right they they dismiss that idea but we'll we'll get back to that point in a second but obviously it's their appearance they they appear to be black people right at the end of the day right obviously the the black russian is still like a black guy you know so they move on to talk about like um like why why does Japan get blackness wrong? And they they say that um uh, as an you know as an argument, they say that these reputations are wrong because they're told in a way like they're inspired by American media and television out here. Obviously, what do you see on American media and television? Fucking racist shit, obviously. <laughs> Like, how else is the Japanese supposed to, like, know, other than just, like, go to America and hang out in the hood, right? Like, or they don't really hang out in the hood. They can just hang out wherever. (laughs) But, like, you'll definitely see black people, like, out here. But, obviously, it's, it's a lot easier to consume the media from where you're at, right? And... In American media and television, white people are primarily in charge of our own image, especially more so in animation, and especially in sorry, and especially more so, um, back in the day, like decades prior to the '90s, where a lot of these, uh, like the old school manga, like Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball, 
uh, got really popular, right? So that's why we see these depictions like Mr. Popo, right? Um, even they go on to even cite like coffee from Cowboy Bebop, uh, where she's like a black exploitation character similar to Foxy Brown, right? They're exactly the same character if you just look at them side by side. So now people will argue, right, that um this poor representation of black people uh in anime comes down to like um you know, you know people will say not I'm not saying this, but people will say like oh anime's for like you know mainly the domestic audience of Japan. Obviously there's a there's a you know there's little need for black representation, right? The pe- that's what people will say. You know, that's what the fucking, I don't know, the fanboys, the incels will say, really. Um, and then they'll go on, but, you know, and the video goes on to cite that, you know, Japan is made up 97.8% of Japanese nationals. So, <laughs> there's a lot of Japanese people in Japan <laughs> making it, you know, like, it's really hard for um, other people, really. Uh, to, or rather, it's really hard to gather inspiration from other people. But the video, again, argues against this, saying that this isn't just ignorance, right? This isn't just them, like, turning a blind eye to black people. Because everyone in the world has seen a fucking black person before. <laughs> at least more so if you're like an artist of some sort right you kind of for the most part you definitely the japanese people know what black people look like this isn't ignorance this is not an accident black luster superpower now i have to admit we're talking about anime i will will argue that and one punch man the manga uh black luster superpower looked a a little bit better But he was made extreme in the anime. But that's a, that's just a side note. I digress. But th- yeah, this is a conscious choice that people make, right? And even more so on a global scale, there's still fucking racism against black people. Like, everywhere, right? This isn't... So, like, we... we this This is an actual thing, right? And then, furthermore, we've all seen it before. We've all seen it happen. Anime fans will denounce black anime fans just because they don't look like a character from, you know, the anime, just because of their black skin, right? That's fucking racism at its core, really. Just because just cause of their skin, really? Or they'll try to say that, like, oh, you only like anime because this other black celebrity likes anime. And they, then they go on the site Megan the Stallion, right? Which is kind of kind of weird it's a weird pool really <laughs> like really out of everybody making the stallion so that comes to my main point that i want to bring up today um why do black people even like anime why why yeah like why why if you're black listening to this or if you're any type of minority or disadvantage group in america why why do you guys like anime? Why do you folks like anime? Um the video goes to look at like uh an assortment of black content creators for their opinions 
Um, mainly their answers range around like it's like an escape from Western or like American politics um, or media. Um, some others say like they just want to like educate themselves on a different culture um, or just the animations were cool. Um, one of them cited like that they have complex narrative stories and then they say like Naruto re- really. But if you think about it in a way, in some bizarre weird way and i I just don't care for naruto but naruto is kind of the black struggle like embodied just think about it i'm not going to say why that's we can talk about that in another (laughs) podcast episode (laughs) but yeah so like black people are like identifying with these main characters and their struggles right and that's why they like anime so why do i like anime Right, I answer the question I tried to pose to you for me. Wait, that didn't make any sense. Whatever, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, why do I like anime? It's mainly, it's mostly for the same reasons, but I guess primarily more so as an escape from American politics and media. Um, like when I was a teen, like obviously I saw like a lot of cartoons. Or, you know, I saw a lot of cartoons as a kid. But, like, I saw also a lot of anime on Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, right? And I never really thought of it as much more than that. I just thought it was just cartoons. Obviously, you know, I'm watching Dexter one minute. Then the next minute, you know, I'm watching fucking Kamehameha! You know, like... (laughs) And don't... I'm not really putting two and two together, really. I'm just saying, like, oh, whatever cartoons, Dragon Ball Z. You know, Dexter. But there was... (sighs) There was this time where my my friend group, at, when I was a teenager um, in high school, where my friend group was talking more and more about anime, and I kind of wanted to like fit in and be a part of the conversation a little bit more. So that's kind of how I ended up getting into anime, really, which is really weird. And I, I guess a lot of other people also, their stories kind of start off like that, too. Like, what gets people more into anime, I guess, is kind of the question I really pose. But more so, like, why do you like it, too, you know? Um, So, as an effort to fit in, really, I just took the dive and tried to find anime online. Like, like people do. (laughs) Um, From there, like, you know, I found a site, and then I... I don't know, like, I just chose, like, the coolest looking thing I could find, and, um, the first anime that I found, which is the first anime that I actually sat down and watched, subbed, was Karaz, or, um, I don't even know what, what the fuck is, yeah, is this Karaz, yeah, I don't don't know what it is, I I can barely remember it in my mind, but it was really some weird show about, like, the superhero guy that could transform he was like his own he was like a solo power ranger type of guy it was kind of like common writer in a way but it was a little bit darker than that actually it was way more darker than that <laughs> but he was like fighting aliens and monsters i don't i don't really know what the fuck was going on i don't know i can't remember that was like over a decade ago <laughs> but it was really cool because like i saw all these like really flashy scenes and like all these cool fights. It wasn't just Kamehameha, right? It wasn't fucking K.O. Ken back to back or someone's hair growing repeatedly or Rasengan or whatever. This was, this was something that like 
no one really knew about. And I still, to this day, I don't have anybody to talk about with Kara's. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Kara's? If you have, go ahead and email us to be from geekmountain at <laughs> But it was just, it was just cool. Cause like anime, I found like this world where like anime was just readily available to stream online that people were just uploading and you can just watch it whenever you could right this is much different than just like cartoon network or just regular tv in general i mean this is just really i'm talking about the advancements of technology at this point but still (laughs) this was this was awesome right on top of that like there were even like there was even airing anime at the time, right? Things that you could just keep up with. Um, I moved on to like things like the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which was my second anime. Um, that can talk to a lot of people about. <laughs> but I was I just loved how complex the narratives were, right? Even with subtitles, right? I was watching I watched everything sub. I still watch everything sub to this day, um, if I can. Uh, I think. Hitalia is the only one that I haven't really watched subbed, but I still have yet to finish Hitalia. But anyway, I'm not going to finish it, whatever. But like how complex these narratives were, right? This was, I wasn't watching Dexter and like Dragon Ball Z or even like shit like Sailor Moon, right? Um, I was watching like shit with like actual, like it wasn't Galaxy Brain. Like, you know, nowadays we think of Harvey Zumi as like, oh, you know, it's whatever. But like, when you're like 14, 15, you're just like, what the fuck is this, dude? This is crazy. This girl's a god. <laughs> like, There's aliens, but they look like regular high school students. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then back to the airing anime. Like, you could you could just watch it, like, week to week. Like, it, things would just air, and I would just be like, yep, it's Tuesday again. Time to watch uh, fucking, I don't know, Detective Conan, <laughs> which airs Saturdays, but whatever. Um, it was just like, you know, I would compare it to like, like your mom waiting for like the next American Idol, right? Dying to see what happens next. You know, you would, you would actually sit there. I would actually sit there and watch the openings, all the endings. And I would sing along to them as a kid. And it was just a really overall fun time. Hold on. I need a drink. (laughs) Okay. So, and then on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, on top of that. I mean, like, basically, like, all the colors and the fresh characters, all these, this entire world of animation, right, was just open to me, right? And it made, it just made me feel special, really. Um, after a while, I just, just watched anime solely. And I just really stopped watching TV in general. I, to this day, I do not own cable um in any way i haven't owned i haven't personally paid for cable ever in my life and it's just me and my two monitors where i pretty much only watch anime on (laughs) it was just crazy too like how the differences between cartoons and anime were like night and day right night and day obviously nowadays we have more complex uh cartoons right um but anime is still a lot different than just like regular cartoons in america really so does this mean like american televised programming is you know all wrong or bad 
No, not not at all. Um, it just means I just heavily prefer Japanese media over like American nowadays, basically. No, I haven't really watched. I haven't actually. I haven't watched any of Game of Thrones. I still don't know what the fuck Game of Thrones is about. Or and I still haven't seen all fifty billion seasons of The Office. Um, I don't really care for Steven Universe, even though like I can appreciate its attempt of uh, political correctiveness, I guess. Um, but anime is where it's at, and it's always will be. That's that's why I do this podcast. Will it still be racism? Yeah, yeah, it'll still be racism. Uh, yeah, sadly, but that's why we have these conversations. That's why we have these discussions, right? But thankfully, there are people doing the work out there, like Noir Caesar, right? Um, there's tons of hip hop artists that just make all sorts of references to anime, have albums dedicated to anime, right? Uh, fucking Open Mike Eagle just released uh, anime trauma and divorce. I think, where I, I don't think he's released it yet. I think if you're listening to this now, I think it comes out like in a week or two, whatever. Anyway. There's black anime, <laughs> there's black animation uh, production artists out there that, that are in just all different types of corners, although they may not be working directly in anime, but they're doing the work, right? They may not be working in Japan, but they're doing the work. The list goes on, you know? I'd say, I definitely will say... I can say this confidently that we'll have an actual like black anime genre before I die where you could just type in like, it'll be like shonens, you know, mysteries, drama. Then it'll be like black anime and that'll be like a genre before I die. And the future is just more than bright, you know, uh, insert kingdom hearts reference. I don't know, <laughs> but that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, I really appreciate everyone. Um, listen to the podcast um i mean this is it's it means a lot honestly um and then i'm gonna keep doing it for as long as i can i got a lot of cool stuff ready for this month uh nothing spooky related i don't think (laughs) he talked about zombies like 50 times already i feel like (laughs) but um Definitely, if you haven't watched School School Live, definitely watch that. That's just a side note. But, again, thank you guys so much for um, supporting the podcast. I really appreciate you guys. As always, you guys can find us, if you haven't already, you can find us on Instagram, uh, the feed from Geek Mountain, one word, on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Twitter, TFF Geek Mountain, uh, the uh, Geek Mountain was already taken, and they're like now defunct. I guess, not sure what that's about. <laughs> and uh, we're also on Facebook, the feed from Geek Mountain as well. Uh, I also stream on Twitch as well as sometimes YouTube and sometimes Facebook. Um. Oh, right. We're also on YouTube too. Please check us out on YouTube, the feed from Geek Mountain. Uh, it's me ranting about we got a high school right now and some other games. Definitely check out those videos. But I also stream on Twitch uh, for the most part at Shiryuken Pizza. One word. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think that's about it. I think I closed it up all right. So, you know, like we always say, we'll see you next time on the mountain. The Geek Mountain. Peace.
This episode of the Feed from Geek Mountain was produced by Calvin Young and Sean Harden. Edited by Sean Harden, and the theme song is composed by me, Yerk the Jerk. If you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package, email us at thefeedfromgeekmountain at gmail.com or say hi on Instagram at thefeedfromgeekmountain. Don't forget to favorite us on Spotify. We're just trying to climb to the top. See you guys next time on the mountain, the Geek Mountain.